Hello and welcome to another episode of the, of the B2B Beach Bar, a series of podcasts based around the topic of B2B product marketing. I'm Damien from ParisMekong.com. Hi, and I'm Jim from RefreshB2B.com. So with over 50 years of experience in industrial product marketing between us, Damien and I would like to share with you some ideas, add in our experiences, and propose some actions that can really make the difference to the effectiveness of your marketing. So today, Jim, today we are going to talk about the marketing mix, the four P's. Uh, in the previous episode, we spoke about the P for product, the P for place, and we are going to start today to give you about the P for price. Yeah, thanks, Damien. I mean, let's start by, by reminding everyone that price is probably the most complex part of the four Ps. And it's one that many marketers struggle with, let's be honest. In fact, such a big topic, I think we need to spend a, a few more podcasts on this. But for today, let's just focus on an overview of pricing and its role in the marketing mix. So for me, firstly, just to put into context, I think price is the is the really most emotive part it's it's very emotive for customers and also for for suppliers and this is i think why it uh, it causes problems because it becomes a very passionate passionate thing damien yeah it impacts a lot your feelings more than your reason just to give you a short example about this paul uh, understand properly about how to do the pricing to speak to your emotion if you go to any let's say uh e-shop not to name it on the web and you find some article you would like to, to buy, you have always the choice to sort the result by the most popular or from the lowest to the highest price or from the highest to the lowest price. Meaning that the sorting that is proposed is directly speaking to your key emotion, how you feel about the price. Sure, sure. Because it's it's something, price is very tangible. It's uh, it's a value. It has... Uh, it, it has a direct link to your to your bank balance, you know. So that's why it becomes very, um, very emotive. I think on that. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I agree with you, Jim. People are always saying, and I do the same thing. That uh, when I get a price that uh, either is cheap or expensive or okay, meaning that uh, immediately a price give me somewhere a, a qualification for it. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're right. And I think the big, the biggest challenge is that when you're in a market, which is uh, um, when you're lacking differentiation, shall we say, when everything is equal in the minds of the customer, it's the price, which is the differentiator. You know, this is when the game of marketing is lost. I think, as you like to say, Damien, if when everything is equal, price becomes the, the key decision maker. Yeah. And this is the moment that you lose as a sales or a marketing guy. You need mm-hmm. that you have give all the power to the, customer to decide only on the pricing, meaning that uh, unfortunately, what seems to be the lowest is the winner. But, um, we need to think that uh, price is not simply what the customer are going to pay. It has a lot of impacts on the company. Price is also impacting, uh, never forget it, the margin, mm-hmm. the volume, on the profitability, mm-hmm. sure, uh, sure, and they're not—they're not the same thing. That's—that's that's the key point. That uh, profitability and margin are are two separate, two separate measures. You know, margin is measured in percentage terms, 
and profit, which is the margin multiplied by volume, is measured in, in cash terms, in dollars, in in euros, in in pounds sterling, in RMB, whatever currency you want to use. And and there are, are two different things. And we need to understand marketing's view of what is important, but also what is important for sales and also what is important for finance. So what, what's your ideas on that, Damien? Yeah, the, the, the sales is uh, often, not to say always, uh, reward on the top line. Mm-hmm. Meaning what is the booking you do? You are going to book 1 million, 2 million, 100 millions. Marketing is a more reward on uh, a part of the PL. They are in charge of uh, the value created and the business they bring to the company, meaning uh, balance between the cost and not only the cost of the product that we could speak about in a later episode. So cost and the overall volume created impacted by the pricing. And finally, the finance. Finance is key. Finance is uh, first of all looking at the EBIT earned before income and tax. So the pricing defined by the marketing as a policy is impacting all of these three key functions of a company, sales, marketing, and finance. Sure. The challenge here is to try and keep everyone happy, which is always going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 yeah. Yeah, because sales, in fact, uh, as we said before, when the price becomes the last differentiator of a negotiation, the last differentiator in the sales action, then the trend will be to give the proper discount to let the customer feel he's got the lowest price for the value. Mm-hmm. Meaning that you sacrifice the margin. Meaning that you sacrifice the benefits. And a company with the benefit pay his expenses, pay his providers, pay his people, pay his uh, taxes, everything. If there is no proper benefits, that's simple. Huh? You cannot spend the money you don't, you don't have. Sure, sure, that's right. So, so really what you're saying here is that you need to look at your value proposition. You need to look at the whole offer that, that you bring to the customer. And, and it's the role of the marketer to, to build the story, to justify the price level that allows the salespeople to win the business for the right target customer that allows you to make the the margin and to, to do the um, the volume that you need to create the profit which contributes at the end to the EBIT which keeps the finance teams happy yeah okay yeah 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 right Jim okay. can you can you give us more about the last price the last trends you can see on pricing well it's it's, it's interesting that because um there's a lot of trends in B2C, which are kind of moving, I think, into into B2B now. I think in, for example, uh, global pricing, we're starting to see uh, more global price setting by some companies. Um, maybe even zone, but, but global is perhaps a big dream. But but rather than having different prices in every market, they're looking to have a a, a stable price across across zones, across Europe, for example, or across uh, across South America, across the Middle East. Just to keep things simple and to stop the, um, I guess sometimes in some cases to stop cross-border trading, it keeps it the business in the countries. I think there's a lot on personalised pricing, and I was putting this into context when I when I go for a run. I put my 
my running data into Strava. So it gathers in, people can see what I'm running. And there's an incredible amount of data there and the amount of exercise I'm doing, my heart rate, am I getting fitter, am I getting less fitter, am I looking after myself well? And this is kind of great data to use if you're, for example, in a health insurance company, seeing how how, how your, your customers are going and allowing them to adapt their pricing for me based upon my uh, my health levels. And I think that's coming into the B2B world as well. I think there's a huge amount of data that exists with uh, in the supply chain with the distributors, for example, or with the sales teams that you need to use to your benefit to be able to better adapt your pricing for the customer. You know, it can be on sales volume, it can be on sales channel, it can be when the customer is buying. Are they buying once a week, once a, a quarter, once a year? Um, adapting your pricing and your, your promotional strategy as well around that to take into account that. Yeah, meaning that even in B2B, we can apply, apply kind of a behavioral uh, pricing. Sure, sure. Every customer is, sure. has a behavior. So, so why not? Why not take that as a, as a driver to, to be more adapted to your, to your customer needs? You, know? you, you see, for example, dynamic pricing happens a lot in, in service industries or industries where um, the product has a perishable date, you know, food. Airlines, you know, if an airline doesn't sell a seat, they get no, uh, they get no money. Uh, they try and fill their airlines early by offering offering low prices. Uh, hotels, Uber, you know, reacts yeah. has reactive pricing depending on the uh, the situation, you know. Yeah, weather, traffic, sure. number of demand, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Same as you said before, airlines. I'm used to to book tickets online for many many years. Most wasn't the same same website, and depending on uh, where I'm sitting. In China or in Singapore or elsewhere, the pricing for the very same flight is different. Really? So just okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Really, I, usually what <laughs> I do, I uh, I change my IP of uh, my location using a VPN. Depending on this, the price is changing, meaning that mm. uh, they have a pricing that take into account the level of uh, income of the zone. Yeah. Yeah. So they can optimize the revenue. Absolutely. And I think there's a lesson to learn there from uh, airlines is a very commoditized market these days. You know, it's uh, the margins are low. There's a lot of uh, costs which are variable. And yet most airline companies seem to still get through every year and, uh, and carry on trading. So it's interesting to learn from, uh, from that. Yeah. Can we come back a bit on the customer? Because I think that uh, and you are going to tell, I tell you the same thing in every episode. I think <laughs> the customer is at the center of the pricing also, uh, because the price you set or the price you you invoice uh, impacts the customer feeling. As I said at the beginning, for me, a price is either cheap or okay or expensive, and uh, this hasn't come just by uh, the. The um, absolute value. I will not say that 10 euros or 100 euros of a 10,000 euros is expensive. It really depends on what I'm going to buy. In fact, it really depends on the balance between the perceived value of the object, whether it's a physical mm-hmm. or digital object, and the price of it. You have to take into account that customer view. You know, how many times have, have I'm sure there's many companies out there who do a pricing which is internally driven. But you've got to look at it from the customer value point of view. You've got to look at it from what is the benefit from the customer. And this kind of comes a bit back, Damien, to your, to your thing about buying airline tickets in different parts of the, 
different parts of the world. Um, you get a country like China where it's, if you want to take a train from Shanghai to to Beijing, it takes you six hours. If you want to go from Shanghai to the uh, to the west of China, it's going to take some days. You know, the value of a flight there is very different to maybe taking one from uh, from Bordeaux to Paris. You know, they're they're not exactly the same the same thing. So, customer value is absolutely critical. I know you are a person that loves thinking about the customer at all time. Yeah, and this is a uh, one of the key uh, things for a marketer is to be able to balance what is the price mm-hmm. compared to the value that we perceive by the customer. Uh, and that value can be can be value of the product, or there's some other values as well. You know, the brand or the 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 place. What else can be the value yeah. for the customer? Many, many things that you said. Yes, the product itself, first of all, with the different uh, benefits you get from the product, not the features. I insist again, more the benefits you get from the product than the features. And benefit could be personal, could be uh, your ability to show you have a well-recognized high-level brand, could be to show about your uh, technological level, stuff like that. Uh, the value comes also from all the services around the offer you you buy. Post-sales and pre-sales, the way you are delivered, the way you are supported, all of this bring together, and, it's, and more than this, in fact, all of this bring together the perceived value of what you buy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's both it's... true for digital and physical products. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. I think if you want to go back to the fundamentals of good pricing, it's about the customer value. And the customer value is different for each segment. And again, if you want to go back to when we talked about customers before, choosing the right customer with the right offer, with the right uh, place and the right price is, is critical to being successful. So, yeah, knowing your customers, understanding the values that they they uh, they benefit from, and those that don't interest is, is absolutely critical in setting your, your pricing strategy. Okay. Well, Damien, that's that's a good overview of the uh, the world of pricing, I suppose, from a strategic point of view. Um, what are the key points you want to take out of today? Uh, I, I agree with you. This is, a, I think, a good, a good starting of the overview. Uh, but before going to the key point, Jim, uh, as we are in the overview, I would like also to give a few words on the the typical mistakes you and me saw oh. over the past years about sure. pricing. Okay, okay. Because okay. there are so many. I, I guess I guess that the big thing we learned quickly, one of the things we all learned quickly, is that just being the lowest price doesn't win you the order. That's uh, that's clear, exactly. no? Exactly, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, lowest price is not the winner because uh, it means that you have no value to create differentiation. Mm-hmm. And the only thing you do, you sacrifice your profitability, put your company in danger. Mm-hmm. I think the second second big mistake, I think, is something that people are, we can talk about in another another uh, podcast on sort of operational marketing and pricing. But I think people forget the impact of extra discounting and the, the volume effect that you you have to recover to make the same profit at the end. Just by giving a few extra points of discount, you massively impact your your margin, but we can talk about that uh, another day. Yeah, yes, yes. Talk about this, but the, the, during the our next session. 
Any other mistakes from your mind? Can, yeah, yeah um, the pricing that is made on the on cost <laughs> yeah. strategy, but uh, most of the time it's a mistake, meaning that uh, your cost arrive as a result of uh, you don't know what, and it's a pity. But sometimes the costs don't know where they come from, mm-hmm. and you just create a new selling price based on the coefficient on on this cost to try to leverage your benefits, meaning that you don't master anything. And sure. uh, as a result, sometimes you will see some of your uh, compet- some of your salespeople or your manager saying, "Ah, oh, competitor has lower cost. How oh, is it possible?" Okay, the name is not possible. We have the same things. Mm-hmm. In fact, you just put a coefficient on your cost. Mm-hmm. You don't at all take into account what is the real value perceived by the customer. Sure. Sure. I mean, I think in in a world where you don't have much competition or you're starting out and testing a market or you're trying to to recoup some cost of investment very quickly, it's not a bad approach to have, but it's not particularly customer focused and it's not a way to go forward in the long term. It's a, it's a very short term approach that. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, so um, yeah, what what's, what what are your key points for today then? Yeah, thank you, Jim. Thank you. So, firstly, um, keep in mind that the P for price is a key parameter of your strategy. Uh, we'll cover the pricing strategy in the next uh, session, um, but um, don't forget that you will need to spend time on pricing. You are not going to sit down and define the price in a few minutes. There is a lot of investigation to do upward the pricing. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And again, that it's difficult and it's important because it's the, it's the emotive part of the marketing mix. It's the thing which is very easy to, to evaluate. You know, it's, a, it's an absolute value rather than a relative value in some cases for the customer and also for the supplier. Yeah, and of course, I'd like to repeat what is obvious, that uh, price must be linked to the value proposition of the complete offer. What you get or what you pay. And what you get is not only the object and this feature, it's the benefit you really get. That's true. Very, very true indeed. So thanks, Damien. Um, so as a slight change, what we'd like to do is to is to see what are your challenges for pricing? What would you like us to talk about in the next session? So if there is some particular topic that's, that's an issue for you, then please get in touch with us. Uh, you can email us at b2bbeachbar at gmail.com. Great and easy. So I hope you enjoyed today's session. And we'd love to get your feedback. So please leave us comments on our SoundCloud page. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Yep. And you can also find us on Twitter uh, at B2B Beach Bar. As well on our uh, respective website, paris-mekong.com and refreshb2b.com. Great. So thanks for listening and tune in soon for the next podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye from me too.